This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Good evening and welcome to Pipe Bombs and Headlocks here on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio. Today, Irirangi, Onatangata, O Manawatu, for another Tuesday night. This is the voice of reason, Semi G, here in the NPR studio. And I am joined tonight via internet magical magicalness by the one and only Mr. Ray Gunn. Oh, he's muted. That's cool. No, that's fine. He's here. He's around. He's listening. Uh, we are also joined by Mr. Jay Marshall. Who's not, you know, who is also listening, but is not currently muted. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and we also have a very special guest this evening, uh, all the way from the mighty Wanganui, Mr. Tim Warren. Yo, yo. Welcome. Thanks for having me, Sammy. Long time listener, first time caller. Yep. Uh, now, part of the reason Ray is muted is because he has to behave himself uh, this weekend. Uh, it will be the much-anticipated street fight between the two of you. Uh, so we're going to talk about that a bit later in the show. Uh, but for the first half, we're going to get to know you a bit more uh, behind the wrestler, if you will. And uh, also, over the weekend, we had the WWE Elimination Chamber Premium Live event. Uh, so we'll also talk about that as well. Uh, yeah. We all good? Sounds yeah, good. Yeah, no, Winnie. No, we're good. I'm looking forward to getting to know Tim Warren. No, I know I know Tim Warren, but I don't really know Tim Warren as well as I know Tim Warren. So <laughs> um, it's going to be good. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, so sorry, Ray, Ray just messaged me and said that's what she said. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> First one's free. I'll allow it. Uh, yeah. So starting with the elimination chamber, we'll get that out of the way. How do we all feel about it? I think Tim Warren should have won. <laughs> yeah, I should have done the running. Yeah, yeah. But they had to ring in. They had to get that ring in Logan Paul because yeah. you know they they couldn't afford Tim Warren's match fee. Um, so you know, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, you got to look at the economics of everything. Um, no, I I quite enjoyed it. Um, I the standout match for me was obviously the main event. Um, I was blown away by just the beginning of that match. Um, being being a worker, um, you could see, you could imagine how cool that would feel to be Sami Zayn in that moment. Um, I think it solidified how good Roman Reigns is by how he played the crowd the whole way through that. Um, yeah, it was really, really good. Um, I know there's been a lot of, you know, negative feedback on on the old socials about the ending but it's um it, i think the ending was fine i think there's how i think they were going on about how roman silenced the crowd and then other people were saying oh no it's terrible because the crowd was silent no it was a legit real reaction um emotions you know? were heightened yeah mm. um going into it i was i was talking with um a certain person that we know aka the boss Mm-hmm. Um, we were trying to book the territory before the match, before the show started, and trying to figure out how it was going to go down. And um, 
yeah, out of a million different ways that we came up with, it was probably the better way of doing it. Um, so, no, I thought it was quite cool. Um, I love the fact that Oscar won the women's. Um, I've been wanting her to have the push that she deserves for, for years. Um, she got a lot, very watered down when she came to WWE. Um, really hasn't had that big push. Um, so that was cool. Um, and Austin Ferry winning the um, the men's one. Well, Austin Ferry's firing on all cylinders, so it's uh, it was a good tick there. E Town, um, damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's won me over. Yeah, for somebody who I was questioning how well he was going to go after the regime change, um, the sort of the reinventing himself and mixing it up a little bit, I think he's um, done him very well. So, yeah. Tim, your thoughts? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, definitely the women's elimination chamber. Um, you could see how good like Oscar is. Like she's so crisp in everything she does. Eh? Like, <laughs> like she just makes the other woman look like trash. Like <laughs> when she's in the ring, man, she's so good. So I'm glad she won. Um, but yeah, standout was definitely that um, that main event, man. Like they did what, like seven moves that whole thirty minute match. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that just. Like Roman just showed how how to be a heel, yeah. You know, it was just your classic, such an easy match, but they got it over so good. And then, like doing a lock up as a start, I was ready for like a fiery start, and they go lock up. I'm like, and that got over. So it was so good, man. Like I was just on the edge of my seat there. That roller coaster finish, almost get the dub. Um, obviously, I was a bit disappointed that Kevin Owens came out after the match ended, not not during mm. the match. But then I guess. You know, Sammy and Kevin aren't friends at the moment, storyline's sake. It's so I could see that side, but it was like, well, why come out after the match? We <laughs> got to come out during the match and help him. But well, that's another conversation. But you know, I enjoyed it. Lim- the men's elimination chamber match was it was good, but I, you know, it was just another elimination chamber match. It didn't really have huge importance because only for the United States Championship. But mm. otherwise, it was good. Even Bronson Reed, like he was a good standout. For big man stuff. Yeah. Montez no, was, Ford, was, man. Yeah, it was a good it was a good pay per view, like it wasn't too long, it was a good length, it was Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, just that main event. I learnt learnt a lot from that, eh? And being in Montreal, you know, the whole hometown yeah. thing that helped. Um, yeah. Yeah, for for those that follow the New Zealand professional wrestling informant NZ, uh I got three out of five matches, I think it was. Nice. So Asuka was my pick for the women's. Yeah. Uh, I went with Damian Priest for the United States title. Judgment well, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, it wouldn't have been a bad thing if he had won as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with Sami Zayn for the main event, you know, because it could have shaken things up going into Mania because, you know, Cody mm-hmm. versus Sami's not a bad thing on paper mm-hmm. either. Uh, so I got that one wrong. I also picked Judgment Day for the mixed tag. Obviously, the nice. the grit couple picking up the win, uh, and just just about that the um, um, the shadow machine finish popped me big time. Mm. Um, that was a nice yeah, touch. No, that was yeah, and that and the dueling power bombs. Um, oh, that I was think, awesome. I mean, that match like everyone knows, I'm a massive Edge fan, um, and and to see them back doing that and and 
like Edge summed it up in the press conference afterwards. Um, he, you know, when he was wrestling, he, you know, he wasn't with his wife. He wasn't with Beth, and he, you know, he didn't really know Beth. And for them to be able to come back and do that as a couple is pretty cool mm. and pretty special. Um, so yeah, yeah, that was that was my nice, good, feel-good moment. You can definitely um, tell that um, Triple H has more input into the creativity yeah. side too. Like everything's yeah. a lot more competitive. As of late, you know, yep. it's like a legit, it's not just you don't expect you know what's going to happen. It just, it sort of shocks even us workers that sort of know yep. the business. It sort of, when it pops us, you know, they're doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, like, the, like their main event at, um, at any time they, it, it could have gone Sammy's way. And mm. I don't think anybody would have been surprised. Um, yeah. Um, no, Paris mentioned to me. Oh, sorry, sorry, the boss mentioned boss to me. Mm-hmm. Um, she 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 mentioned to me that um, Jay disappeared real quick out of it, um, yeah. and that she was waiting for him to sort of pop back up and do something. But I think sometimes less is more, you know. Um, mm. um, I I kind of I didn't quite like how they treated him on that. Um, it's obviously we don't know what their storylines are going forward, um, but yeah. That was probably the one thing I wasn't the biggest fan on, um, but no, I think all overall mm. it was it was bloody good, um, and I'm, I'm I'm digging the fact that they do the the press conference afterwards. Yeah, that's um, cool. It, I've always been a big fan of actually hearing from the wrestlers as people. You know, I love mm. the documentary style that he recaps, you know, that's what most of my DVD collections are built out of, you know. Um, and and the press conference is really, really good. You had Austin Fury come out and he did it completely in gimmick mm. as he probably should for his character. Um, but it, the other guys were just coming out and just talking about how emotional it was, you know. And um, Sami Zayn on his one was, was saying that he started off his press conference saying that he wasn't yeah, it was just just a match, and he didn't, re- you know, it was he was a bit disappointed and and all that, and mm. then by the end of it, he was going, "No, nah, man, we did something special," you know. He convinced himself, so because um, it sunk in. So I, I like it. I think it's a good idea. And shout outs to the crowd. Like uh, I saw a couple of, uh, well, for starters, the whole thing felt like an Attitude Era crowd, which you know we had yeah. had a lot of that massive energy in a in a show for a while. Uh, so there was that. And there was one of those, if Roman Reigns wins, we riot signs, which we saw at One Night Stand back in the day. Uh, And then another one, which uh, someone else pointed out online, and I thought it was friggin' hilarious, was if Roman wins, we exit in a calm and orderly fashion. I was like, that's so Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) So that that popped me. It was was good. Like I say, the beginning of that match was... Absolutely perfect. It was mm. um, the fact that every time Roman went to do something, like this, when you put your workers' hat on, there was about three or four times that Roman actually went to start the match. And then the crowd started the FU Roman chants or all the other chances that they were doing. And he stopped. And he played with mm. them. And it just built the tension and built everything up and... Like I said, to, I said to Paris afterwards. I says, I guarantee you that um, you know Joe, whatever um, I know, whatever his name is, and, and Sami Zayn, you know, 
go out the back straight after this and they're going to be hugging because they're going to know this was a bloody awesome moment and awesome match mm. um and that was probably the coolest part you know um you lose a bit of the magic of wrestling when you come become a worker um but it's cool when you see moments like that, that mm. yeah <coughs> so yeah no, very well done yeah uh so yeah, now the road to WrestleMania is, you know, that's that's our next stop. That's where we're headed. Ooh. Yeah, Mania season. That's mm, on. Yeah. Uh, we will talk about Mania season another time. Uh, but now we are going to turn our attention to Mr. Tim Warren. The man. Uh, <laughs> Ray Gun's daddy. <laughs> oh... He's hovering over that mute button. You can you can just see him, just seething. I know how to make him tip. No, uh, no. So, yeah. no, 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 no. It's your radio show, Sammy. He, he, he carry on. I'm, what would I'm, you like to know about the man? Well, uh, as I was saying before the show, I have uh, there was a, a list of questions that I referred to as the pilot treatment. But uh, it's been so long since we've done it that it's kind of just yeah. wafted out of the back of my head. But the first one that, that always sticks with me is, how did you get into wrestling as a fan? As a fan? Um, so I was a WWE mark for a few years, like most of us will probably were. Um, I think I just saw it on Sky one day, and I just started watching it. And, you know, and got it a few years later. Came to, a, um, I think it was an IP dub show, Wanganui did. Um, then I marked Wonga out. Wonga Warfare? Uh, yes. So I yep. went to that the first year, and there was another one the year after, I believe. Um, and that was when Ben, Ben Rana was wrestling, and then I, I was working at a supermarket at that time, and then I just marked out when I saw him. And then I was, yeah. And that was, that was sort of, I guess, getting into it, watching it live. So you see it on TV so much, and then you watch it live, and it's completely different, man, like, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is this is a bit of fun. But you go watch it live and you hear the bumps and bangs. It's crazy. But, yeah, obviously I didn't know, as a fan, I didn't know there was there, how big wrestling was in New Zealand until you start looking deeper in it. So I never went to any Wellington shows. It was just the Wanganui shows. And then, yeah. So what year That's are we talking? Oh, I, not, no idea. I mean, the Wanganui Warfare shows, that was... Probably five years ago, I'm guessing. Yeah, I was thinking 17 or 18, something like yeah, that. Yeah, five, six, and they had... So yeah, wrestling's still three. pretty new to you? Yeah, I, I watched wrestling years before that, and I thought I knew everything about it as a fan, um, but I didn't. But yeah, it was pretty pretty new. Like I didn't watch a lot of New Zealand wrestling. It was mainly just WWE. Back when the Divas were dancing around. Mm. <laughs> The dark times. <laughs> yeah. So, so Tim, how did you sort of how did you transition from being that 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 fan that went to warfare and, and fell in love with it? How did you mm-hmm. transition to hey, I want to become this 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 little tenacious fellow that mm. that you you know you was, you became to be? Yeah, it was quite odd. Like when I watched it live, like second time, I didn't really i was like oh this looks cool but i didn't really think twice about doing it and then i was because i work in a gym so i was working in the gym then ben ben mana he came in to sign up 
and I was just like marked out fully there. And I was like, t- I was every time he comes to the gym, just talk about wrestling, you know, blah blah blah. Then he just he just mentioned he goes, oh, we'd start a training school. He didn't really ask if I wanted to come. He just told me to come. <laughs> you know, he's like, you come in a f- training on Friday, introduce me, and then that's where it sort of took off. And as soon as he asked me, and I came to training, um, that's when it sort of sparked. I was like, hey, I could do this. You know, it's actually a fun, enjoyable sport, good people. So it was all him. Like if he didn't ever come into the gym, I wouldn't be wrestling. Like. He just yeah. told me, hey, look, doing a training school with the cousin, Ben, and I came along, and the rest is history. Generation one. Yeah. But yeah. no, it was cool. Like, obviously, yeah, Ben brought training to Whanganui, and it all sort of come together at the right time, and yeah. next thing I know, I was debuting. <laughs> yes. Well, speaking of your debut, mm-hmm. I kind of remember it. How did that come about? So, we've been so... It was quite funny. So for the first, I think, three months, like I was one of those students that never got anything. I couldn't front roll. I couldn't bump properly. And then I was one of those students who being and kids were like, mm, we might keep him on for a month to see how he does. If not, see you later, boy. And then I think, yeah, over Christmas stuff, we had a break. I went back and just for some reason I got everything. <laughs> like I just did everything good. And I started understanding the movements of the body and training a bit. So, And then so, yeah, fast forward that, we – had all our training, that's when we had big training sessions. Um, you know, then both me and all cuz debuted a couple of months later. Um, Skyfly Jamie and me also, we were ready. And then Ben just, well, I think you messaged Ben and said, yep, got a spot if I want it and Palmy. So it was a few, we, yeah, we, were, we thought we were going to debut like six months down the track, but it was sort of right at that moment. We're like, yeah, we'll take the opportunity and run with it. So that's what we did. It was a bit of a, a speedy debut, but it, it was good. It made us kick it into gear and train a bit more. Hmm. Now, you, uh, both you and Jamie, like, impressed the hell out of me that night. Hmm. Um, not just for your like abilities in the ring, because you're obviously been taught what you know. Ben's a legend, right? So yeah, um, he teaches you. Good. He just, he, I, you know, you you sit there and you talk about marking out with Ben Munner. Well, I did the exact same thing, you know. Hmm. Um, even before I was involved in wrestling, you know, I'd watch dubby dub shows and stuff like that and just was in awe of this guy that was Ben Munner. Mm, definitely. Um, Such a big, big guy, you know, he just out of this world sort of guy. Yeah, but, you know, he, he, he'll probably beat the crap out of me for saying this or I'll probably get a few chops at least anyway, but he's the biggest, biggest teddy bear in the whole world. Yeah. Um, and he is not many people in New Zealand that would actually have more knowledge than Ben mm. um, not just not just the technical side of it but just general knowledge of yeah. how wrestling works you know um, he's been somebody that I've bounced ideas off yeah. um, for CBW through, through the years but um, yeah when he said to me because when he said to me that he was starting River City and um, was having a whole bunch of trainees coming through and stuff like that he was telling me about these two guys that he had um, coming along and stuff like that and I was like, well, hey, we're doing a palmy show, you know, mm-hmm. why not, you know? Um, and and uh, it turned out to be really, really a great thing. And sort of since then, you've become basically, um, well, you're one of the, the sort of the backbone players in, mm-hmm. in, in CPW. Um, it's probably been very few shows that you actually haven't been on. Um, yeah, I think there's only probably been one or two in the past year and a bit. I think someone's <laughs> keeping a tally of it. I think Ray might be keeping a tally of it, but... Oh, it's been pretty of everything, of you everything do, mate. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, obviously, 
we learn a lot of that stuff when I was training through Ben. You know, he was teaching us all the principles of, you know, shake everyone hand when you see them, be respectful, just show up, don't push yourself for a high spot, don't demand a title, you know, just do the work, show up, pick up the ring, set it down, all that sort of jazz. Um, just be a good person. And yeah, I think Ben taught a lot of us at RCP that. Um, and obviously he's, you know, we sidetracked on Ben a bit, but yeah, he's good. Like he's, you know, if you have a match, um, he'll give you his honest feedback. He won't just <laughs> just be like, oh, that was an awesome match. Good job. He'll be like, I was like, tell me the bad stuff first and then the good yeah. stuff because that's how yeah. you learn. So he's constructive feedback. He's just spot on. He'll tell you how it is. You know, if mm. he needs to use his prison guard voice at trainings, he will. <laughs> but, you know, real good. So if it wasn't for him, you know, I wouldn't even be wrestling. So, mm. And then you're debuting. He's, you know, setting up a match with us and talking all that chair. So, no, it's, it's really good. Mm. Okay, so you've um, well, you've done a fair bit in your your time mm. at, at CPW, you know, um, two-time tag team champion. Yep, with uh, with James Short, James Short. Um, yep, being the divine hired muscle. How's um, how have you seen your sort of progression in wrestling? Um, you know, at Tim Warren now that compared to Tim Warren that was having his debut against Skyfly. How have was, you found that journey? It was, it's a fun, when you look back on it, you see all the little bits and pieces, but definitely as soon as James Shaw sort of, it sort of felt like he sort of handpicked, like I want him. And that's when it really sparked, like, hang on, I can do this. Because you get to a certain point where you like character gimmick sort of floats around and you, mm-hmm. you know, you sort of get stuck and you don't know what to do and, you know, all your ideas don't work and, you know, sort of, oh, I'm sort of plateauing a little bit. Now and then, yeah, once James Shaw picked me up, I was like, this is a whole new person, new gear, new music. You know, mm. it was just man first. So if it wasn't for him as well, I don't know where I would be today. I would be still wearing black and red tights. Mm. I think someone stole them off me, so. Mm. Oh, I love <laughs> yeah, no, around. That transition from Tenacious T, my first sort of gimmick, and to Tim Warren, you know, just listening to everyone, listening to what James has said, and he's a world of knowledge. No, you you done um, really really well. One thing that really impressed me was when you did that the whole complete sort of not only just the gear change, but you did the whole persona change and you mm. became um, the hired muscle. You know, yeah. Um, and and you know, like you've got you've got the perfect build for it. You've mm. got the, you know the like you look like the eighties mm. Arn Anderson type. I'm going to kill you and force the type person yeah um so it works absolutely brilliant for you um and that's why i just like i took all ego away and i just listened to what everyone else said and that's mm. what i think everyone else a lot of people need to do in wrestling just put your egos aside who cares about titles who cares about wins just focus on your character let's just get it over listen to what people say like everyone was saying man you look 80s you look 80s and so I'll google mm. 80s wrestlers and they've all got blank trucks and boots and that's it so I was like, why not? And so I asking a bunch of people, and then they're all saying, yep, do it, do it. I'm like, well, these guys are the best in New Zealand wrestling for years. They know if it's good or not. So, yeah, so that's how well, it's yep. changed. I got these black trunks. Just keep it simple, old school. Hmm. Yeah. Well, when, when, you have, when you have guys like, like Bruno Becker coming up to mm. me as a promoter afterwards and saying, geez, that Tim's gold, you know, mm. Tim's thing. And you've, you've seen it yourself with how many times that when Bruno – comes to a show and it's always a great, you know, 
honor that he you know i see it personally as an honor when, it, when an old school guy comes to one of your shows to sit down and watch yeah um that that's like the highest compliment you can get mm. um but then when he says hey i want to do some stuff with this guy mm. um that, that's that's a massive ringing endorsement for you so 100 percent, man 100 percent he still messages me and tells me mm. the same stuff when he sees your matches so definitely and especially yeah. like a lot of older people that used to watch New Zealand wrestling, like they all remember Bruno. And for me to yep. be like, he's sort of, he comes out to rings me, he trains me a little bit. They're just like, oh, that's awesome, you know, and sort of trying to follow his footsteps a little bit. Mm. Um, no, he's, he's real good to have around. He's another world of knowledge. Like he mm. just, under, he just gets, he knows, tells you what to do, makes you feel real relaxed before you go out there. And that's no, cool. No, you're doing, you're doing really, really well. And I think I can, I can honestly say I can see big things in your future, and it's the, if if I had any power or control over anything, but I don't because it's all Sammy G because he's the general <laughs> manager and everything. Um, yeah, I'd be pushing you to the moon because mm. yeah, you you're exactly what a wrestler should be. You like yep. say you you listen, you help out, you know. Um, we'll break the fourth wall completely. You're the guy that's in charge of uh, stacking the ring nicely in the back of the truck after every show. Um, and and yeah, yeah. <laughs> bloody awesome at that um i haven't flipped it going over to Tucker hill yet so it's always a good thing um but yeah no you're, you're doing really really well and i can see great things for you so keep it as up. i said yeah it's just everyone put their egos aside and work together and it'll be sweet now yeah. i do have to say uh i hope you remember all these nice things that we've said because when we come back from the break uh we are totally flipping this uh, we're going to see the other side of Tim Warren uh, as we talk about the upcoming Pummy show this weekend at the Globe Theatre. Manawatu Madness. Uh, but yes, that is coming up right after the break. Stay tuned. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Welcome back to Pipe Bombs and Headlocks here on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio. Today, o Edirangi, Onatangata, O Manawatu, for another Tuesday night. This is still the voice of reason, Sammy G, still here in the NPR studio. And I am still joined via internet magical magicalness uh, by Mr. Ray Gunn. We are also joined by Mr. J. Marshall. Sammy G is pretty awesome. And- and we are also joined for the first time by Mr. Tim Warren. Sammy G. E, welcome back. Uh, so you bo- shut your mouth, Tim Warren. Hey, shut up. Uh, yes. All right. For those that missed the first half, we were uh, talking about the WWE Elimination Chamber premium live event from over the weekend. Uh, we also got to know the man behind uh, Tim Warren. And now... As we are quickly so approaching, that's why you don't wear any pants because there's a man behind you. I get it now. And as we uh, quickly approach this weekend, CPW's Two Madness at the Globe Theatre on Main Street. Uh, yes, uh, things are getting very heated and unruly. And uh, yeah, J- Jay, you wanna you you wanna so jump unruly? In? Can you well, tell by heated tones? I could. I, I'd just like to say that um, it was it was it was a pleasure getting to know a close personal friend, Tim Warren, at the first half um, of the show, and um, 
Yeah, I, I think having him come back regularly as a, a guest on the show um, is quite an appropriate thing we should do. Um, that is, of course, if he survives the weekend when he goes against our other resident co-host, Mr. Ray Gunn. He's so, not going yeah. I'm not just trying to beat him. I'm trying to end him. You can feel yes, the he's love. You've got to pay me the big scared. bucks to be on this show, man. got to pay me the big bucks to be on this show. I'll uh, double your current booking fee. Good. It all goes through the divine light. <sighs> See, that's where you're doing it wrong, Tim. That's where you're doing it wrong. You're giving your earnings to somebody else. I take my roadhead like a champ. Give him a high five afterwards and everything. Uh, we'll come back to you two. Just, just take a moment. Uh, Jay and I will run through the rest of the card. Uh, yeah. 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 All right. Let's go back to civilized mode then, shall we? For as no. long as we can. Yes. Well, a match that we know is certainly not going to be chaos in any way. Is the Battle Royal for the Aftershock Heavyweight Championship. Um, currently being held by Circus of Tragedy legend and member um, Umlaut. He is the current champion and he approached CBW and wanted to do something a little bit different. Everybody defends their titles on a one-on-one basis. And he's like, no, nah, let's do a Battle Royal. So, yeah. Um, like a true fighting champ. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> so uh, we've already had um, um, the Hazard Brothers have put their hands up to be in the, the match. Um, we've got word from a mythical Viking-type person that um, he's always down for a fight. So, yeah, we've got um, we've got the eccentric one, Elliot Samuels, coming all the way up from Christchurch. We'll hear about more. Um, but he's even expressed interest in it. Um, and then we've also got debuting from River City Pro, the main event, Freddie Ford, who I'm actually really, really intrigued by this guy. Um, as I've heard that his, his illustrious head of hair pales in comparison to his wrestling ability. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this um, and, and looking forward to his debut. So, yeah, welcome to the CPW moment. family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, anybody who knows uh, Freddie Ford or knows of Freddie Ford will know that mother mullet. So yeah, um, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a pretty cool, pretty cool little match. Um, and Battle Royal is always fun, you know. So we also have the CPW heavyweight title being defended uh, against, uh, well, defended by CPW's. Heavyweight champion from Redacted, the despicable Bryant. Bryant. Mm. Yes. yes. And uh, yeah, what? he will be defending that title against the man who won number one contendership in January, uh, the Spartan Sam Black. Yes. Now, this, was, this is going to be a very interesting one because it's um, these guys have known each other for years. Um, and, and I've had many battles before, but Spartan has improved a hell of a lot since last time they stepped in the ring, so it was Bryant. So I'm very intrigued with this. Um, I don't know if you've uh, kept up to date with the 
the workings in the life of Spartan, but um, at the last weekend show for Hughes Academy, he was the current Hughes Academy heavyweight champion. Um, at the conclusion of that show, um, Hughes Academy founder Graham Hughes stripped both him and Frankie Quinn of their titles and unveiled the new sort of, I guess, unified Hughes Academy Heavyweight Championship. So technically, Spartan's just lost his title. So he's probably got a space on that mantelpiece that he's, he, he, he doesn't like losing anything. Um, and even though he didn't lose a match, and um, you, you've got to be thinking he's a, he's a, he's a shoo-in to be in the running for this, the big Hughes Academy Cup title, um, I think he might just um, have a bit of his chip on his shoulder going into this one. So, yeah, um, I think it's going to be phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other matches we've got, we've got the, well, sort of the battle of the, sort of the local derby. Um, we've got Rowan Davis, who's... Uh, Let's just say he used to cause a lot of havoc in in, in CPW um, uh, before he, he took a sabbatical and went to train um, with some world-class uh, people up at the Fale Dojo and even did some New Japan shows, which is bloody awesome for him. Um, he's coming back and he is going to go one-on-one with fellow Palmy born and bred gentleman, Mr. Dan Martins. Yeah. Um, from, from everybody knows him from his fabulous tag team, the Bad Bromats. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be a really cool match because these guys know each other so well. I've, I've seen them clash many times over the years. I've seen them be team members um, and teammates over the years as well. And, Probably two of the very best technical wrestlers in New Zealand. Uh, certainly two of the most underrated ones in New Zealand. And they're going to be facing off. So, yeah, that's that's my pick for show stealer. Um, when I first got back into the New Zealand wrestling scene, the first event that I ever went to was a WPW uh, tag team tournament night. And it was the team of Lance Havoc and the Thunderbird Daniel Martins. And yeah, yeah. Now they're going one on one against each other in Palmerston North at the Globe Theatre at Manawatu Madness this Saturday night. I'm torn because love both those guys, but yeah. as a general manager, I have to remain unbiased. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just if that wasn't enough, we've also got a fatal four-way match um, consisting of. Liam Erickson is going to be taking on the eccentric Elliot Samuels, who's also going to be taking on Maddie Short and everyone's favourite newcomer, Jack Franco. Yeah. So that one's going to be... I think this is going to be hilarious, that match, because the clash of styles you've got in that match. Across all four of them, very um, different. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, going to be, it's going to depend on how that match plays out and how... It actually works. Um, because if everyone wants to do a stand-up fight, well, you've got to look at the Viking to win that. But if it's a, if it's a amateur wrestling thing, well, Elliot Samuels is a multi-time you know, New Zealand res- amateur wrestling champion. Um, 
he is eccentric. He is a bit out of the box, so to speak, and, and a lot of people get fooled by that. Um, and then he turns them into a pretzel and pins them. So, yeah. Um, and Maddie Short, you can never count Maddie Short out because Maddie Short's Maddie Short. Um, and and Jack Franco, well, I don't think we've even scratched the surface on how good that guy can be. Um, he he may be the underdog in this match, but I certainly wouldn't count him out. Um, and it'll be, yeah, nice little proving ground for him anyway. So The other possibility yeah. that I'm looking forward to in that scenario is will Matty Short be able to get the Viking to dance? Well, the Viking Rooney? Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we could, yeah, maybe we could see that. Maybe that should be a, maybe a, a special challenge from the general manager to Matty Short. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, now, as always, card subject to change. Uh, I announced at Waitangi Warfare that I would give AJ Murtar an opportunity to have a match at Manawatu Madness. Yes. But well, that, that opportunity, I think you should still have on the table. We have heard rumours that he may not be able to make the event. But he said he's a fighter and he wants to come and prove himself. So the door's open and we'll have to see what he does, I guess. Um, I was going to say, I'll extend it a little bit further. Any time within the next 12 months. Yeah. And let's just say he may find a, his next trip to CBW rather hazardous. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Yes. Uh, I mean, that's all the matches we've got, really. So, yeah, no, I think we'll just leave it there, huh? shall we? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't, think of, can't think of anything else. Uh, uh, no, no. That, that, oh, there's that, there's that sort of dark match prelim thing that we were going to have, some, you know, some Main Street Madness street fight or something. Um, uh, you mean the Main Street Mayhem Massacre street fight? Or mascara um, street fight, whatever, however you want to write up the poster. We will yeah. see. We'll see. Mm. Mm. Tim strikes me yeah. either likes wearing mascara. Hey, didn't I pin you at the last show? Uh, didn't I pin you the time before that? Nah. Shit, I didn't either. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news on fight bonds and headlocks. Yes, no, so, yeah, we've got yeah, you know, Tim Warren versus Ray Gunn. Yep. Now, unique opportunity here. We have both men on the line. Um, so we'll go to to Tim first, I guess, and get your thoughts on this upcoming match. And sort of, we don't want you to tip your hat. We don't want you to let out any of your trade secrets. But how have you prepared to go into this this unorthodox match of a street fight? I mean, I've fought a lot better guys than Ray Gunn. I've fought some of the oh. best in New Zealand in the last year. I've oh. beaten Ray Gunn. I've done a lot of weapon stuff, man. I'm just coming into this match with confidence. I don't care if I get hit, but I'll hit him back even harder and take the win. That's mm. it. Nice and simple. Ray, same question. I'm pretty sure I'm currently undefeated or nearly undefeated in weapons matches so far, so I'm running pretty confident. Um, 
I knew how to put on paint, so I'm thinking that's going to help and work in my favor. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll have a few surprises for that piece of human trash, and it should be fun. Okay, okay. Now, you guys, you know, as you guys have established, you guys have faced each other a lot. Yes. Um, so you get familiar with each other. Have you, and we don't want, please, again, we don't want specifics because, you know, hey, you know, I'm, don't want to disadvantage anybody. But have you been working on little secret stuff that the other person might not be anticipating? There's little moves, the little, little, little things that just give you that edge. I think always, like Tim's smart enough guy to probably agree with this as well, is that every time you're in the ring with somebody you've been in the ring with before, you know they're going to bring something to the table that you haven't seen, so you've got to plan for it accordingly, you know? You don't want to be going into a match with somebody and having them know everything you've got planned and everything you're going to do. Um, I think the multiple times we have faced in the past, we've both changed and wrestled differently just about every single bloody time, so... Did, did you just use the word multiple tables and chains in the same sentence here? Just, oh, sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. No, 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 and then carry on. Tim. Of course I'm going to bring some new stuff to the table, man. You'll be stupid not to. I mean, as he said, we've been wrestled many times, many times before. There's, you'll be stupid to do the same five moves. You have to mix it up. I've been, you know, I've done a lot of training sessions with Bruno Becker and he's shown me a lot of old school moves and stuff that he can't count, he can't get out of. So come this Saturday, he's going to experience a whole new moveset. Mm, okay. Mm, mm. Now, also, the other thing, and, and this is, I'm, I'm trying to be a professional journalist and interviewer here, so please, if I'm overstepping the mark, Sammy G, please tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, better job but, than that. Fine. <coughs> now, you... Uh, both you men are members of elite factions within New Zealand professional wrestling. Uh, one in particular is far superior, but you know the other one's kind of like a cult type church. But anyway, um, I, I digress. A hard how, how do you think? Yeah, how do you how do you feel that the um, do you think that will come into play in your guys' match? Are you anticipating outside interference? Are you anticipating the, you know, the surprises that being a part of a faction can bring or going against somebody that's part of a faction can bring? I think the gun cabinet slapped church and stayed around before and the gun cabinet will have no problem slapping church and stayed around again if need be. <laughs> I'd hate to point this out, but there's a severe numbers advantage towards one of those factions and I hate to say it's not the gun cabinet yeah, Rimmer has it though, the gun cabinet's got a superhero though <laughs> the same. true church and the say gun- are a lot smarter than the gun cabinet we bring numbers with us again the gun cabinet slapped church and stayed around many times before, the numbers game hasn't really been a problem in the past we'll see what happens this Saturday again Mr. Burns is going to come and he might bring some brass knuckles with him, so we'll see what happens. Ah, are you confirming that's what Mr. Burns has in his trunks? Because that has been a mythical question has been plaguing New Zealand wrestling 
But yes, we've heard it here first. Tim Warren has said it's a brass knucks. So just breaking, fist, breaking news. Brass knuckles, they'll knock anyone out. So he might just have to bring them into play, but we'll see. Okay, so any any, any parting words for your your opponents? We'll start with Ray. I hate you. <laughs> that, 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 I'm pretty sure I established everything. In, in 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 my promo that went live last night, I believe, like, I hate everything you are. I'm going to end you. I'm, I'm not even trying to beat you, Tim. I'm just trying to end you. You will have enough when I say you have had enough. Okay. Uh, but before Tim has his final words, I almost feel like CPW needs to fork out for a hotel or motel room for these two for afterwards. The tension is just, you can feel it. Yeah, that could be thinking. You know, there there is some tension between these two. I have no intention in letting Sammy G film anything that I'm not legally required to let him film. I know he likes to watch and rest on his kickstand. Anyway, you were saying, Tim. <clears throat> I mean, hate comes from jealousy, doesn't it? So. He wants retribution. He, he wants to finally beat me. I'm coming here. I'm just going to beat him up I in front of all his friends you. and family. I really I'm going to smash him. Finally beat him. That's it. I'm just. I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to get in there and throw some hands. I'm ready to throw him around that arena and show him that I own Palms to North. Hmm. I made my debut, my unofficial debut, at the last Palmy show back in 2019. I'm coming back three and a bit years later to show my people what's up. Show my people why I spent 400 and something days undefeated last year. Why I got to hold two titles at once. Yes. Well said, Ray. Well said. As I said, I'm done talking. I'm ready to fight and I'm ready to smash them all over the place. And it's all going to go down this Saturday night, February 25th, at the Globe Theatre. Tickets available on Event Finder. This is it. This, this is one that we've been waiting for, for since, as Ray said, 2019, last time we were in Palmerston North. So it's finally happening. Uh, this is the one me and Tim have been waiting for since last show, show before <laughs> that. Three, four shows before that. <laughs> Another three, four shows before that. <laughs> yep. Now it's good. A couple, couple times a year, comes back round. Tim and I have to do battle for the rights to claim the top dog at River City Pro. It's going to be me. It's it's it's, it's going to be, be, be me. Be me. It's going to be me. Hey, this isn't a heathen combat show. I was a potential tag team with Luke Starr not that long ago where I said if he and I are a tag team together, our theme song has to be Bye 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 by NSYNC. How do you feel about that, Jay? Uh, Ray's just totally, you know, he doesn't care about the super guns anymore. Sounds like he's already... I care about the super guns very much. I'm just concerned. Jay talks about Ryan Zero not contacting him since December. I haven't heard from Ryan Zero since what? the Halloween show where we had mm. our most dominant tag team title victory ever. 
whooping church and state's ass, I believe it was, in like five, six minutes, bell to bell. That's the last time I heard from him, so I thought everything was groovy. Yes, well, that, that, that brings up the other special announcement that we have for, for this evening. It's been released on CPW social media's platforms that um, Ryan Zero will be in attendance. And Ryan Zero has requested a chance to address the CPW audience. Um, yeah, he, he, he claims that he has been trying to contact us and, and that he... he well, we'll see what he has to say, put it that way. Um, you know, superheroes are like elephants. We have very, very long um, memories. I, I, I just think the timing of it's poor, you know. Like, I got a big match. I got a big street fight that same night. Like, pick your spots better, bro. You want to make peace? You've had months to make peace and I haven't heard from you. And the time you're choosing to come out and make peace is... I, mean, I got a big match I need to be thinking of. I gotta think mm. of ways to whoop Tim Warren's stupid pantsless behind. So now what I'm also hearing for your benefit, Tim, is that there's chinks in Regan's armor. Oh, you shut your filthy whole mouth too, yep. Timmy. You never know, Ryan Zero could have contacted Church and State, so there might be that's all I'm gonna say. Whose side are you yeah. on, Sam? I'm just reading between the lines, bro. Uh, we are quickly running out of time here on Pipe Bombs and Headlocks. If you want to get in contact with us, you can do so via Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at PB&HShow. Uh, if you'd like to email us, PB&HShow at gmail.com. Uh, if you've missed any episodes over the last six months, you can catch them at npr.nz forward slash show forward slash PB&HShow. We are also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're listening on Triple Nine AM this fine Tuesday evening, stay tuned for the Wrestling Roundup coming up immediately after PB&H. Shoutouts to JD, Grady, and Josh. Got those mixed up. Uh, also, check out accessmedia.nz uh, for the Wrestle Cafe, uh, also available on our beautiful network. Shoutouts to New Zealand On Air. Thank you for supporting us and letting us do what we do. Uh, also, thank you to Ray Gunn, Jay Marshall, and our special guest this evening, Mr. Tim Warren. Always fun to be here. And Tim? And, and pay me. <laughs> you were saying, Jack? Yeah, I was. Well, that, that's your department because it's your show. Um, so I'll let you handle that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but just want to just put out into the universe uh, if you're a Wanganui wrestling fan. Don't go away for Good Friday. That's all I'm going to say. Ooh. Secret squirrel. Uh, yes. If you are hearing this on a Saturday night, then I'm very disappointed because you should have been uh, at the Globe Theatre for Manawatu Madness. Uh, again, tickets available on Event Finder. Otherwise, we will see you next week from 10 p.m. right here on Manawatu People's Radio. Ciao, ciao. If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. 
For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.